downloading thanks for watching me on youtube let's get some business out of the way at the top i am touring doing a residency at flappers in burbank in the yoohoo room pretty much every thursday um through the new year uh so get those tickets the neptune in seattle oh, i think it's probably sold out portland and the aladdin theater november 23rd all oh, it's just almost gone and then 2020 here we go let's do the end of January, I'm at the Houston Improv, and then March 13th through 14th at the Miami Improv. It's a new club. I'm really excited to do it. They, uh, uh, the old club was wild, man. Uh, March 26th through 28th, Dallas at the Addison Improv, April 3rd through 4th, uh, New York at Caroline's Comedy Club, and then April 24th through 25th, Des Moines, Iowa at the Funny Bone, June 12th through 13th, Phoenix, Arizona at Stand Up Live, and then... Um, I'm, yeah, man, there's all kinds of shit coming up in 2020. It's gonna be very exciting. Big news. Ugh. OMG, moms, it is finally here. I've been working on this for months now. The cool mom tea is ready for business. It is on my husband's website, tomsegura.com. Click on the store. And here's what I did. You're going to love this. I designed this with moms in mind. It says cool mom and obvi. It's the coolest design ever. It's kind of 80s, kind of rad. It's on a black t-shirt. Why? Because most of us moms are concealing a few LBs. Everybody knows a black shirt is the best for that. I made it with the softest material. It is so soft. And I also had it designed a nice scoop neck, halur, very slimming. And when you bend over to pick up your babies, your boobs don't spill out. And I made it nice and long and loose and flowy. And the belly area, because a lot of us have uh, big bellies <laughs> from having children. I love this shirt. You're going to love it. And also it's got kind of a sassy, you can... Pull your shoulder out if you want and wear a sassy bra. Check out the cool mom tee now at TomSegura.com at his store. Go to the store under my husband's website. Why? Because our your mom's house stuff is all there. So it is so fucking exciting. I hope you love it as much as I do. Okay. And uh, I have to say I'm so I'm happy to be um, to be here talking to you because I, I've had a horrendous couple of weeks. My husband is in Europe touring and we have had every plague run through our home. I had a baby with the croup. I had um, a toddler with an ear infection. Two nights later, he wakes up vomiting all over his bed. And then oh, he was up all night puking. And then the baby started puking two days later. And then mom started puking two days later. And dad in Europe started puking. And like... And then, of course, you know, the nanny gets sick because she's helping nurse everybody. And then now she's finally back. And we're, we're finally back. We're finally back. And, uh, and, and then Ellis fell and cut his lip open last night. So it's, it's always something. But uh, I'm just glad to not be sick and barfing. And um, I hope all of you listening. And I mean, hey, this is universal mom stuff. It's the beginning of fall. The kids go back to school. And this is when 
all those little disease buckets get together and they touch each other's mouths and they lick hands and they, ugh. And then people, I know, I know some of you take your kids to school uh, when they've got runny noses and they're still coughing and sick and they get everybody all sick. So it's that time of year, moms. Hang in there. I'm, I'm praying that it gets better. I don't know. I don't know. But uh, so very exciting news for me personally. Um, um, I was, uh, well, there's a, there's a few things. I mean, all, all roads lead to Target in my mind. <laughs> uh, and if you're a mom listening, I imagine your life too revolves around Target at some point. Um, I go there, I would say at a minimum three times a week. There's always something to buy. There's always a bribe I need to get to get my kid to pee on the toilet or or sheets to replace or whatever the heck. And um, Ellis and I went to Target. And by the time this airs, Halloween will have passed. And those of you watching and listening have uh, already hidden all the candy that you can possibly hide from those grubby little hands that want to eat Reese's Pieces or whatever in the morning. And you have to explain why candy is not... A breakfast treat. We know that. So I'm in Target with the kid. And of course, there's some just adorable little teenager with the Halloween spread on a table. Like, um, you know, they've got the coloring book to entice them. And there's just a big old bucket of candy. And of course, any young kid is like, oh, candy. And this little girl, of course, hands my kid the toy. And then she's like, which candy do you want? Bam. And just puts like the whole bowl in his face. And I'm like, God damn it. Like, you know that. You know how messed up that is. You know. And if you don't know, you're, you cannot offer other people's children candy unless the parent is cool with it. I've had people do it when Ellis was like two at a, at a restaurant. The waiter was like, and here's your cookie. And it was like the size of his head. And, and you once a kid gets something that good, you can't. You can't take, you can't be like, well, no, I have to take that shit away from you. Then it causes a tantrum. I mean, you can, and you cause a tantrum, basically. So I was like, I just, I was like, no, you did not. And it was like Starburst, which are essentially Starburst candy, much like, I don't know if you had now, did you have now and laters, Nadav, millennials in the booth? Now and laters. Listen to me now and listen to me later. You never had a now and later? Nope. Doesn't even register. Okay. Google that shit now and later. Let's bring up the image. This is for all the Gen Xers listening. You know you loved some now and laters. Oh, there they are. Now and laters. Okay. They, <laughs> nope, never seen are, these Okay, before. so there's probably a reason they stopped making these candies. <laughs> they came in sour apple. You had your watermelon. You had your <clears throat> grape. You had your cherry. And Oh, wait. Were these things as hard as cement? Yes. Oh. <laughs> okay. Quite possibly the worst thing to give to your child uh, because it would just rip your fillings out. Or you if you didn't have a cavity, you did after a now and later. <laughs> your teeth are okay now, not later. <laughs> That's why they call them that. And we used to barter with these. I mean, it's, yeah, you come into school with that little pack of like five or whatever. And um, they were currency, like prison yard currency, a pack of now and laters when you were a kid. So to me, Starburst is the contemporary uh, equivalent of of the now and later. It's kind of what you guys call the white claw is what Zima was <laughs> to, to me in the, in college. 
you guys have a Starburst. Because that shit rips your, it's, not, it's like all chewy and like a really little kid probably shouldn't have a Starburst in his mouth because he can choke on it. And, and of course, my son gets a hold of the goddamn Starburst and it's 10 in the morning and he's screaming, can I open it? No. Can I open it? No. Can I open it? No. <laughs> you have to wait till after lunch. How about now? Can I open it now? And they I keep asking you on a loop until finally I'm like, if you ask me one more time, I'm going to take, I'm taking the candy away. No. Can I just hold it? Can I hold it? Like, yeah, okay. You can hold it, but you may not open it. It's like this whole cycle. So for the love of God, don't offer candy to people's kids unless they say you can, okay? So that's Target story number one. As I was in Target, my Mecca, a.k.a. my country club, and by the way, super excited. I don't know if, if you guys have this listening, but man, there is a Starbucks inside of my Target. <sighs> Whoa! Oh, talk about excitement. I mean, that is almost exciting as, as exciting as like a new Ryan Gosling movie. It's so exciting for me. I mean, I can get a coffee. I go around Target. I can get everything at Target. You got your fashion. You can buy rat traps. You can buy meat, even though I would not advise buying meat. I have on occasion that and don't ever buy. But the thing is, too, is like you feel like you're a step above the Walmart shopper because Target, it's essentially Walmart, but a little higher. You're just this much classier than the average Walmart shopper. So I'm in there and I saw uh, People Magazine, I think, had a cover with Meghan Markle on it, who is, hello, you know, mom, mom favorite. And Nadav did not know who the hell she was. Yeah, is she important? Oh my god! <laughs> Do you not watch the royal weddings? Mm, no. <laughs> you, you mean to tell me that young lads in their twenties aren't watching the royal weddings anymore? I mean, I kind of skip out on my <laughs> friends' weddings too, so <laughs> it, like it's just not a thing. It's yeah. not a top priority for me. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think so. Um, it was the wedding of the decade. I mean. All of us older moms were just like glued to the TV. What's Megan going to wear? How cute is Harry? Would you please just Megan and Harry? Let's Google. Let's see the images. I want to relive the moments again. Oh, it was such a beautiful wedding. And there was drama at the wedding because Megan no doesn't speak to her father, I believe. And so he was not invited to the wedding. And there was a big to do in the media about Megan exing out her dad. There she is. There they are. That's Prince Harry. Now, Prince Harry... Um, is the younger brother, the older one was hotter when he was younger, was it William? And now he's bald and he's not as hot. But now Harry's the hotter one, in my opinion. He served in the the military in, in Britain. Um, he wore a Hitler costume one year and Halloween and got into a lot of trouble. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hold on, let me Google that. Google that. <laughs> <laughs> Harry Hitler costume. Everyone makes mistakes. Um, I mean, I never wore a Hitler costume in my 20s, but hey, I've done stupid things. There we go. Mind Fury. <laughs> Harry the Nazi. <laughs> Bake Off. Bake Off Paul. What the heck? I don't know. Anyway. Um, yeah, Harry the Nazi. So he got into a lot of trouble. This is ages ago. And he wore this to some party. And of course, he's got a swastika armband. And he's holding a drink. And he's skinny. And he's 20. And he's a dope. And this picture got splashed over every every single um, tabloid in the UK and here. 
and it just destroyed him and he had to do a lot of PR to get over it. So thankfully I've revisited the topic and revitalized. <laughs> You're welcome, royalty. Oh, whoa, look at it here. Uh, is that Prince William? Yeah, dude, he's hot AF, right? Um, okay, you don't know. I don't know. Let me tell you, out of the two Are boys. those good teeth? Hell, they do have good teeth for royals. Because look, their dad, I think, is handsome. They had, their mother was gorgeous, Diana. So True. Prince William, I mean, I don't mean to sound like a pervert, but when William was like 13, I was like, who's going to be hot? Like, cause he was so cute. I mean, he had that hair and the, he was handsome. And like I said, he lost his hair and now he's not so cute. But, uh, you know, Harry's good. He's a ginger. If you like that sort of thing. So I'm, I'm, I'm in Target and I see um, the cover of People magazine. And it's my beautiful Meghan Markle, who, if you don't love Meghan Markle, get your life. She is a breath of fresh air to the royal family. She's the first woman of color, of any color, other than pasty pale pink, to be a part of the family. And um, for those of you who don't know, I think she's... Will you Google Meghan Markle again and, and the cover, cover of the magazine? Just say, like, Meghan Markle postpartum, whatever. Um... She's stunning. She was an actress, and now she's a royal. And uh, so she she gave this interview. Uh, oh, so she just had a baby a few months back. And, of course, these poor royals, when they get pregnant, they're photographed constantly. So, you know, it, it's just a nightmare. But a anyway, she was doing an interview. There's the interview. There's a still from it. And I came across this interview, and I just want to play it for, for everybody listening because I – it's so remarkable on so many levels. A, because the royals are never that forthcoming with their feelings. It's very, very British to uh, to suck it up and keep a stiff upper lip, right? And, um, and you know, and also uh, there's a huge taboo in our culture about saying anything remotely um, not 100% glowingly positive about motherhood. And she's just killing it as a new royal. And this interview came out and it's been very, I mean, uh, I guess controversial in a way. So let's let's give a listen to what she's talking about. Look, any woman when they're, especially when they're pregnant, you're really vulnerable. So that was made really challenging. And then when you have a newborn, you know. You mm -hmm. It's really, a long time ago, but I remember, yeah. yeah. You know, as, and especially as a woman, it's really, it's a lot. Did you see her face? Let's, let's, <laughs> let's do a play-by-play. -play. Hold on. Okay, the question was, like, how are you adjusting to motherhood or something? Look at this poor little, oh, this poor little lamb. What, look at her. Play it from the beginning. Look, any woman, when they're, especially when they're pregnant, you're really <sighs> vulnerable. So that was made really challenging. And then when you have a newborn. Look at that face. That face is like, when you have a newborn, holy shit. That's what she meant to say. What the fuck just happened to me? Jesus, what a hurricane. What a nightmare that was. Yeah. Look at her face. It says it all. When you have a newborn, oh, man. Yeah, girl, I hear ya. No. Mm -hmm. It's a long time ago, but I remember. Cry. Yeah. She's about you know, to cry. And especially as a woman, it's really, it's a lot. Yeah, so she's, I mean, she's on the verge of tears giving this interview to ITV. I what is that? ITV exclusive. I don't know who the heck this guy is. But um, I would have loved for her to really be able to sit down and talk to like a Barbara Walters type and, and 
I mean, listen, it's it's it is unprecedented in the royal world that anybody would speak out like this about anything remotely really private. Diana did a few interviews and she got excommunicated from the family for it. So this is like huge. And I, I hope a lot of the women watching her it helped somebody. So I'm in the Target after, uh, oh, by the way, and I, I love when people, um, she had to softball her language, which is interesting because, uh, you know, she, I, I always find it interesting when people go, well, you know, it's apparently you're very vulnerable, which is a good word. Yes. And then it's, uh, it's challenging. You know, the word challenging, it's to me, it's, um, it's a bit of a corporate word, right? It's like, uh, it, it's such a generally vague term for what it really is. Challenging is code for like, I am falling apart. <laughs> like I am messed up. I am devastated. You know, challenging is just not descriptive enough for me, right? Like what are other corporate bullshit words native, you know, circle the wagon, circle back, we're gonna put a pin in it. We're gonna we're gonna table that for table. Next week. Yeah, it's very corporate sound. It's not, you know. So maybe somebody had coached her, like you know, don't uh, don't say what you really feel. So so even this level of transparency is is pretty alarming. Um, you add, yeah, this on top of just trying to be a new mom or trying to be a newlywed. It's um, yeah. Well, I guess, and also thank you for asking because not many people have asked if I'm okay. But it's. Uh, a very real thing to be going through behind the scenes wow i mean she is if not crying on the verge of tears and she said thank you for asking because nobody's asking i mean i'm the chills just I, i'm my whole body has chills listening to that because that's the whole point of the show is i wanted to i wanted to put a a, a voice to this exact sentiment of like thank you for asking because nobody is at there's no awareness to even that it's uh, it is a humongous life change. And look at her little lamb face. Oh, I wish I could put my arms around her and give her a hug. Is there anything else on, on this interview? And the answer is, yeah. would it be fair to say not really? Okay. It's really been a struggle. Yes. Mm. So she's really, she just admitted to being not really okay. Which, again, in the royal world is, I mean, their heads, the queen's head probably exploded and all of her corgis took shits on themselves because this is like, this does not happen. Um, so she's really ushering in a whole new era in the, in the royal family. But anyway, girl, my heart goes out to you. And then I was going through Target and I saw on People Magazine, can you Google like People Magazine? I, I want to get the verbiage right here. Um... People Magazine or some uh, these, yeah, Meghan Markle, they, of course, they have to report it. Look at images. Yeah, here we go. Megan's anguish. <laughs> Would you click on the cover? Let's see if we can read. Megan's anguish. Feeling, quote, vulnerable and under constant attack, the new royal mom opens up about her private pain and Harry's fears that she will suffer like his mother, Princess Diana. Well, first of all, I mean, look at the word usage of Megan's anguish. Like, um, I mean, listen, is she in anguish? I'm not sure. I think it's it's being portrayed as something other than normal is what I think my feeling was. Like, it's not like it's quite normal what she's going through. So if I would have, I mean, I know they're trying to sell magazines, 
But I, I, in my mind, I'm like, that's not really helping the cause because now women are going to go, oh, she's mentally ill like her mom. See, they're, they're, <laughs> they're already comparing her. She's going to suffer like Princess Diana. So now there's, the media is setting her up because Diana was very forthcoming about her you know, bulimia and, and eating disorders and mental problems. And by the way, she's not like Diana. Diana, in my opinion, having watched her give interviews, was very uh, mentally ill. I think she was a borderline, actually. Watching her talk reminded me a lot of the stuff uh, my mom would say. She's always a victim, blah. But anyway, that's for another discussion. But uh, Megan's anguish. So listen, moms out there, don't, don't follow... Uh, don't believe the hype. You're not. It's not. It's not a mental sickness. You're not, um, you know, extraordinarily weird for feeling, um, for feeling the way she did. It's actually very normal, and we need to start normalizing that. So there you go. Okay. Also, moving along, a very important topic in my world. I have to say that <laughs> I, I, I uh, I've been a, 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 a fan of Billie Eilish now. For quite a while and I listened to her music in my car alone clearly alone because um, I'm you know I'm cool and so I was very uh, confused about the lyrics to tough guy the other day I brought that up with uh, with Chase when she was in here explaining millennial culture to me yeah let me let me read you the lyrics we can't play it it's, for- a, it's actually the name oh. the name of it is bad guy Bad, I'm a bad guy. What did I say? Cool moms. <laughs> you said tough guy. I'm a tough guy. Make it make you rough guy. It's that song. Do I sound just like her? I'm the yeah. bad guy. <laughs> Duh. Do 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 do. <laughs> Duh. Okay, I'll sing it for you like she does. Okay. Why sure now red my bloody nose sleeping. Yeah, uh, yeah. Tippy toes creeping. Oh. Uh, no one knows think you're so clever. Anyway, so I didn't understand if she was non-binary, if she's gay, if she's straight, if she's singing about she's the bad guy, if her girlfriend's whoever's the bad guy. Okay, so I'm gonna. I just want to shout out here to Steve who sent me an email this morning. I read it this morning on the toilet, and I've been riveted. You know when you read something and you're so fired up, I. I was in the shower, like, yeah, like thinking about it. She write, He writes, Steve, hi, Jeans. I'm 51, but I'm not like a regular dad. I'm a cool dad. Thanks, Steve. <laughs> in the chorus on Bad Guy, he writes, the first half is about a guy. Not like a regular mom. I'm a cool mom. <laughs> Thank you. Chest always so puffed, etc. But the second half is about her. Might seduce your dad type, etc. And then she ends the course saying that despite whatever faults that guy may have, that she's the bad guy in this situation. Then, of course, the great big duh, as though her being the bad guy should be obvious. Okay. Love you and Tom and your pods. Keep them high and tight. Okay. Okay. So she... Fucking okay. Go ahead. Okay. 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 Might seduce your dad type. I'm the bad guy. Duh. Got you. Got you. Okay. Okay. And then, you know what I mean? And then again, she dresses very masculine. I don't know what's going on here, but I like it. I like it. I'm a huge fan. Yeah. What are you looking at now? Billie Eilish. 
she's a huge star. She's great. Her voice is amazing, this chick. I love that she's kind of dark and moody and, and creepy, and the, the, the youngsters are just into it, man. I'm into it. I like her. I would, that's how I looked as a teenager. Oh, yeah. There you go, girl. Oh, I got a goth pick I want to share with you guys. My ex, my ex goth boyfriend sent some to me last night of us as a teen. Here, I'm gonna text this to Nadav. I'm so fucking embarrassed, but I don't even care because I'll do it for you, motherfuckers. Here, I just texted to Nadav. You got to put this up on the screen. It is. Oh, it's so mortifying, and it's not of him. I'm not gonna put my ex boyfriend up, but I'll put a picture. Yeah, of me. give me a second. Oh my god, it's so embarrassing. <sighs> so anyways that was my Billie Eilish thing that's a huge thing oh I got a cool nanny tip I wanted to share with you guys on the uh, in the emails while he's pulling up my cool goth pic uh, Kaylee writes in I'm not a cool mom yet but I am a cool nanny and I recently listened to episode 17 and definitely have some tips on oh god hold on potty potty issues outside of the house so the other uh, the other day I was out with Ellis and he is throwing a fit. He doesn't want to go potty at uh, the REI where we were and it was terrible. So he ended up peeing in my hydro flask, which is why I don't have one right now. And um, so she <laughs> uh, she writes, I nanny for two children ages eight and five and have been with them since 2011 when the oldest was nine months old. Before that, I worked in childcare for six years. Now the little one who is five has formed issues using public bathrooms also parks suck and never have bathrooms and occasionally have a nasty porta potty and we are all set with those yeah i mean parks have the worst bathrooms and i i mean i get it it's because they're in a public park but anyways i've tried many different things but found these bags and they've worked the best i purchased them on amazon hello that's the holy trinity for me it's amazon target starbucks thank you I uh, purchased them on Amazon for potty purposes and they double as a vomit bag. Bonus. I too have a fear of vomit and vomiting, so these put me at ease a tiny bit. I keep one in the pocket behind each seat in the car in case of vomiting and carry some in my bag for potty emergencies. Hope this helps. I found it to be a lifesaver. These are excellent. I've already ordered them. They're called Devotee bags. D-E-V-O, like the band D-E-V-O. T-E-E, devotee. They're like little blue bags. And I love this idea. I'm going to do this. Thank you, Kaylee. I love your um, mom hacks. All right. Let's get back to the show. Oh, my God. I'm so fucking embarrassed right now. <laughs> Talk about email. Like if I... Oh, God damn. So how old are you in this picture? I know exactly. I know, I can tell you everything that the, happened that for day. For the people just listening, why don't oh you describe what God. you're wearing? Shut up, Nadab. I know what the fuck I'm wearing. I know what the fuck I'm doing. <sighs> I'm so more... Like, seeing... I know exactly. I'm going to tell you everything that happened that day. I know exactly. Okay. Okay, I'll tell you what the fuck I'm wearing. First of all, <laughs> let's start with the top. Let's start with the top. My mother decided, she goes, it's very chic to have a Vidal Sassoon cut. You're going to have one side short, and then it gets longer on the other. It's asymmetrical Vidal Sassoon cut. And I was like, all right. <laughs> and I think at this point, yes, I was growing out a mohawk that I had given myself the year before. So I had to have short hair for a minute. Um, it's dyed burgundy. I'm very pale. Because I would buy my makeup once a year at the Halloween store. This is before Hot Topic, y'all. Like, you, if you were goth, 
you had to go to the Halloween store and stock up. And so I did. So I got my white. I got my red lipstick. I'm wearing a black evening gown. It's like um, I got it from a vintage store. Long. It looks like if you were on the cast of down. I'm dressed like I belong on Downton Abbey. <laughs> with the- and then I'm here's what I did. I got fishnet arms. So what you do is you take the fishnets. You cut the crotch out of them. <laughs> put them over your head and make them into arms and you cut the, the feet off. I swear, this is before Hot Topic, y'all. Like we had to do our own gothing. And then I have um, black satin gloves like Lady Mary of Downton Abbey. And I have a crucifix. Now this is my one regret this day. I'm wearing a, a rosary, sorry. My mother gave me this rosary. It was from my great-great-grandmother from Hungary. And on this particular day, I was getting ready to go to Lollapalooza, which was a music festival, in case you guys don't know. Before, uh, before what do you nerds do now? Burning Man? Yeah, Burning What's Man. There's Coachella. Coachella. Yeah. Yeah, Perry Farrell, lead singer of Jane's Addiction, started Lollapalooza. It was at the Irvine Meadows, Irvine Spectrum, whatever. And um, I was getting all decked out. I was wearing retainers. That's how young I am here. I was fucking wearing retainers whoo and i wore this outfit to lollapalooza 15 years old so at 90 91 92 and i took a tab of acid for the first time and i was with all my friends and i'm like i waited about 30 minutes i'm like oh this hasn't kicked in and of course me and my dipshit friends are like we'll take another tab (laughs) i took two tabs of acid my first time doing lsd i'm 15 and uh uh, susie and the banshees came on and they sang uh cascades and it's about that time the lsd hit and i lost my mind i threw my retainers across irvine meadows i started to take my dress off because it was so tight and then the rosary gone gone and i'm so regretful to this day that i lost that because that was my you know great grandmother's oh i could just kill myself for that one but and i fried so hard we had to leave and someone drove us home and i ended up in a mcdonald's and i ended up on acid all night staring at my ceiling just watching things melt i came in to the house finally we figured out my stepsister and i how to put the key in the hole to get in to our home and my parents were sitting on the couch and my stepdad was shirtless and his stomach was breathing. Oh, and he was a big fat Indian guy. So he had a big fat brown Indian belly. And, uh, and we had gotten in trouble for something else. And they were yelling at us. Oh, it was a nightmare. I could barely get up the stairs and go lay down and just fry the rest of the night. And the next morning I got picked up by my dad. And I um, went to go live with him for a while. Because I think my mom knew that we were on drugs. But wow, talk about a photo. And Wow. I mean, I wish I could fucking sing, right? Because that's a good look for a band. If I had a talent, someone should just given me a guitar and I might like, come on. Catch me outside. Yeah. I could be Billie Eilish if I had talent. So red hair. How long was that a look for? I know. Are you jealous? Um, it was a few years and I did it again in college. I would go between. Here's what I would do. I'd bleach it out. Blonde, blonde, white. I would bleach it white. And then I get bored and then I dye it blue or red. And then I would dye it dark like black. And then I would dye it blonde again. I go through cycles. And you said you tried a mohawk? Oh yeah, 14. You got pictures of that? 
Uh, I've won. It's so depressing. <laughs> I had to go look for it. I did it right before Christmas. I did it. My friend did it with dog clippers in our bathroom. So stupid. And I came down the stairs and I had a mohawk and my dad just looks at me and he goes, yeah, that looks really good. And I was like, fuck. And he's such a dick. Like he knew exactly what to say to burst my bubble with it. He's like, this is not original. This is not original. People have done this one. I'm like, yeah, I know, but it's dope. Like, it's a fucking mohawk, bro. There's nothing tougher than that. And then my grandmother wouldn't give me money for Christmas because she thought I'd spend it on drugs, which is probably accurate. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Good times in the 90s. See, this is what you got a parent, guys. You know what I mean? I had no supervision. I was just running the streets, wild in the streets. They, no one gave a shit. Nobody gave a shit. That's the problem. If I saw my kids smoke, I was smoking cigarettes at 13. If my fucking kids smoke cigarettes at 13, are you kidding me? It would never happen. It would, I would smoke in my room, they would let me. It was ridiculous. If my kid came home on acid, forget it. Their life is over the next day. Over. They're in a fucking, uh uh-uh. Eyes on. Eyes on. (sighs) Anyway. I'm glad I shared that. It was so traumatic. Nadav, what was your stupidest phase? Did you do anything stupid like that? Stupidest phase. Um, what did you guys have? What were kids doing when you were a teen? I mean, let me think. Uh, I was going to some shows, you know, smoking weed with my uh, friends that were older than me. Yeah? You were where, one of those guys? Yeah. Like, I had, like, I'd say most of my friends, I mean, are usually older than me. And you so, are mature. You are mature. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Uh, and so I remember, uh, like, I was hanging out with someone that was a grade older than me, and my sister was in his grade. She was like, oh, that that guy over there is, uh, you know, not, uh, not a good influence on the dog. <laughs> oh. And, uh, and so that was, that was a fun period, but, I mean, we still did everything we wanted to. You did everything, but was there an aesthetic? Like, what's the... Ask the little um, baby. Where's the? There's a millennial who just started working here. Josh is his name, not Josh Potter. This is a different Josh. He's like oh, Josh the intern. So Josh the intern. He's like 20, 19, 19 years old. Like what? What's the subculture now? Yeah, like, I mean, he he would give him a much better. Answer. Yeah, he's cool. Come on, Visco girls. I know Visco girl. What are the kids up to? What's subversive right now? Trap um, music. Billie Eilish is big. Yeah. A lot of rap and, uh, you know, uh, YG. Uh, What's that? Travis Scott. That's the guy that has the suwu. Yeah, he's the suwu <laughs> expert. Oh. Um, EDM. EDM. A lot of, like, electronic dance music. EDM. And, and yeah. so, like, when you're on campus and you see, like, a group of bad kids, what are they dressed like? Like, you know the kids? Like, the goth kid. We had goth kids. Who's the group of, like, bad kids? I don't know. There's no real, like, bad kids. Like, everyone's just kind of equally stupid. Oh, you guys are all. Because in my day, it was separated by, like, oh, you know why? It's because because being a nerd is cool now. Because in my day, it was, like, nerds, jocks, goths, metal. And now everyone's like, it's cool to be a nerd, which is a fucking huge problem, in my opinion. But whatever. (laughs) You know what? In uh, back when... uh... When I was in college, actually, I, you could definitely spot the the bad kids. Yeah, there were uh, like the ravers. Ravers, know? like they would have candy on their arms. Or, yes, or, or, or like whatever the fuck they would call it. But um, 
We like, it those. just looked like every weekend they yep. were doing something that they needed the entire next week to recover from. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. That's exactly right, too. So EDM, electronic dance music, that's like the born, like the, and you have to do drugs to enjoy that kind of stuff. I think so. A lot of Molly. 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 Yeah, the kids. The kids love Molly. I think, uh, did Chase cover that last episode? I don't remember. But I don't think so. I don't think she covered drugs. No, well, Chase the, doesn't do drugs. The She's kids not in there. do love EDM, though. EDM and Molly. They like the Skrillex and the Dead Mouse, I think. G- DJ Dead Mouse. Mm-hmm. I know who that is. <laughs> I know DJ Danger Mouse. I I liked his album back in the early two thousands. Oh yeah, he's dope. The Gray album. Yes. Hell yeah, dude. How did you know that? Because <laughs> I like that too. Yeah, that was insanely good. Yeah, White Album uh, from the Beatles and then Black Album from Jay Z mixed together. Woo. I know, that was so fucking amazing. That's the only DJ thing I really dig. I'm not into DJs. Wooka wooka wooka. Except DJ Dad Math. What's up? All right. Yeah. Let's get into some um, calls and some voicemails. Let's do um, voicemails. Uh, do you want to do mom fails or what would uh, CP let's, do? Let's do some uh, CP do's and then end on mom fails because then those are uplifting. You got mom questions? CP's got mom answers. What would Christina P do? All right. Okay, so here is the... (laughs) Here's the first one. Okay, mommy. So, my husband listened to your podcast, which I love. Hey, mommy. But you guys talked about uh, Leanne's seasonal blowjob. He's asking for... Blowjob on demand. Literally said, right now would be a good time for a fall fucking blowjob. So I'm like, no, you're not a baby. I don't feed you on demand. I'm not going to suck. Get on my fucking A. I don't want to do it. I need advice. Do you give on demand blowjobs? Oh my God. (laughs) Do I give on demand? No, that's not how the quarterly blowjob works. It is not an on-demand thing. First of all, this is supposed to be a secret between us ladies. Why are you giving valuable information to them? They're not supposed to know this as a tool. This is a woman's podcast, guys. God. Well, I think dads watch this podcast, yeah, too. I know, but they're traitors. They're gender traitors, and they should not be doing that. I'm respectfully requesting the men who listen... Do not tell the others about what you learn on this show. This is insider information. <laughs> okay. Okay, here's what you do. <sighs> Fuck. Okay. Because when they're requesting mouth kisses, you can look at this in a positive light, lady. This could be your bargaining tool, okay? Because you know what he wants. He wants mouth kisses on his peener. You don't want to give those mouth kisses. You can go, all right, I'll give you those mouth kisses, but you need to ABC. You need to clean out the drain. You need to take out the trash like I asked you. You need to do a favor for me, a quid pro quo, Dr. Lecter. You need to establish what you want. Or, or, here's what I do. (laughs) I, I joke about butt stuff all the time with Tom. I'll be like, I'm going to finger your butt. And he'll be like, babe, what you can do is kind of 
you can almost gross them out of wanting to be sexual with you. I do this, gosh, I do this unconsciously. Like if Tom's trying to get feisty with me, I'll be like, babe, I just took a shit. Or I'll try to burp or fart so then he gets turned off. <laughs> you can try to like play with this b-hole and then and they'll be like oh do you want to do butt stuff and I'll be like no or sometimes I'll be like I don't want to do mouth stuff because I, I feel nauseous I'm too full I use that excuse a lot I'm too drunk I'm too full it'll make me vomit those are all good excuses I'm feeling sick I'm feeling a cold coming on do you and, ever try to yeah. replace it with like a consolation thing? Like That's what I'm saying. Okay. We're getting there. We're getting there. Now, a loving assist is always welcomed. Here's the thing. They're just happy to get scraps, married men. They're just happy that you're interested in them sexually. You can get away with a handy. I mean, I'm not a big fan of the handy, right? But it's a last resort. Offer a handy. Offer a handy. I mean, if you're not into the beach. But uh, use your BJs wisely, ladies. Don't just be fucking doling them out willy-nilly. That is a high-currency item in the married world. Um, I use them as re rewards, positive reinforcement. I use them as uh, bargaining chips. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I was just thinking, um, those I Mom So Hard ladies, they have a special on Amazon. <laughs> And uh, they took they do this bit where they take women's purses in, um, from the audience, and the um, they pull up like a like a just like a regular handbag, and then they pull up like a designer bag, and then one of the girls goes, "Oh, somebody gives blowjobs," and I was like, "Oh, that's so true. It's so fucking true." Because mom's got a Prada bag. Okay, <laughs> okay, okay. I'm just saying. I get designer stuff, guys. Um, it doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt. Uh, anyway, um, I wish I could really tell you what I do to make it go faster, but there are things you can do to make them go faster. That's for sure. I'll, I'll talk to you personally. I'll give you a call. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you what. Okay, I'll tell you. I'll tell you real dirty, dirty. Uh, men, if you're listening, do not be fucking gender traitors and tell the other boys what I'm talking about. It's not okay. Here's what I do. Here's what I do. It goes a long way, ladies. If you want to buy. Okay, like, like let's say you don't want to really just like do it or you want to make it extra exciting. All you got to do is go to like one of these websites and buy like toys and stuff. You buy just buy like something that buzzes, makes a sound, it's exciting for them and they're like, whoa, this is crazy. And like, you know what I mean? You buy yourself currency. You buy yourself goodwill for a long time. Just go and buy something slutty or something exciting. Men love that. They like that stuff. And then you don't have to put your mouth on it if you can put something that vibrates on it. You know what I mean? I don't know. That's what I do. It's really helped me get out of a lot of BJs. Okay, next caller. I can't. I'm talking myself into a hole. I'm bad. <laughs> this is giving away way too much. Do not let my husband hear this episode. Do not. Okay, next one. Hey, Mommy. Um, I'm not a mommy, but I am the son of a mom. And... I was also colic growing up, and recently I've started to realize how much of a burden I must have been on my mother. Oh. Um, I'm in my early 20s now, and I'm just looking to do something to maybe thank her for not uh, killing me as a child. <gasps> Anyways, uh, hopefully your kids aren't, but uh, thank you, and keep them high and tight. Colicky, that's what he said? He said he was colic yeah. uh, as a kid. Colicky. That is such a horrible thing. I, I fortunately did not have to go through that with my babies. 
But that is a life ruiner for sure because um, they cry all night and <clears throat> they can have that acid reflux and oh, it's just a nightmare. But listen, your mommy loves you no matter what. That's what we do. We are love machines no matter what you do. So don't feel too bad. It was probably her joy to uh, keep you alive. Don't worry. And the good times really do outweigh the bad. Like I've been through two weeks of plagues in our house and I probably have PTSD from all the vomiting I had to uh, confront. <sighs> and I, but now, you know, you get through it and then you just love your babies so much. It's just so worth all of the horror, all of the horror. And then they smile at you and they, you know, you giggle and you have your jokes and it, it really is just the best thing in the world. When, it, when it's good, it's amazing. When it's bad for me, I get real fucking traumatized. There you go. All right, next call. Hey, Christina. Um, I just have a question regarding miscarriage. Um, my brother and his new wife have been trying for a baby for the last couple of months, and they just got the sad news that um, she is currently having a miscarriage. Mm. Um, I, I heard that you had a miscarriage yourself. Um, just wondering if you have any tips on what me and my family can do or say to help like support them through this really challenging time. Hmm. Um, huge fan of the show. Love your mom's house and all the other podcasts you guys do. Um, keep them high and tight. Oh, I'm so sorry. My heart goes out to you. It's, it is horrible to have a miscarriage. I've had two and they're fucking ho- like w- horrible, horrible. Mainly because it's like if they're pain, they can be very painful and it's not even pain for a good cause. It's like it's it's essentially the death of of an idea of a person. And um, and, and it's also very discouraging. You may be worried that you've caused this to happen to you. You may be concerned that you'll never be able to have a baby ever again. And then also makes you feel like a failure as a, as a woman because you're like, this is all I'm supposed to be able to do and I can't do this. So. Um, and then you go back in your head thinking, what did I do to cause this? I remember I had coffee two days ago to that cause this. So it's very complicated when people go through these, just, you know, um, you know, I would suggest I had a friend actually recently go through one. You know what I did? I sent her, I sent her a box of, uh, cupcakes. <laughs> I sent her a box of cupcakes, like go send her, um, a, a, just send her treats because no matter what state of mind you're in, somebody shows you a box of cupcakes, like that makes your day, no matter what. Right, Nadav? Like someone sends you a box of cupcakes, you're stoked no matter what is going on. Hell yeah. Yeah. If someone sends you anything, it's yeah. like, oh, someone's thinking of me. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, there should be there should be a service out there that just sends p- traumatized people just treat, like a store that's like, you've been, you're grieving, you've been, you oh, found- like a charity. Right, a charity, that'd be cool. And like a care kit that's like someone just died, you send this. Someone just had a miscarriage, you send that, <laughs> you know? Um, I'd yeah, so my friend just went through it and I um I sent her um I sent her I think a cake. I wanna I've sent cupcakes and text and don't call I mean, unless they like direct communication. I prefer to just text people and go, Hey, I'm just thinking about you. I'm here if you wanna talk. Um, just let them know they're supported. Don't get specific. Don't say, you know, don't, don't, I wouldn't use, don't say words like baby. You don't, you know, just let them know you're there, that your, your presence is there. Cause I, that's the most you can do. 
And that sucks, girl. That's that's life. Nature is a is a cruel bitch. Boy, she does not play. She does not play. But better luck next time, and I hope it uh, works out for your friend. Okay, let's get back to the fun. All right, next one, Mommy. Hi, Mommy. This is Santana calling from Ontario, Canada. All right. My question is about milking the poison during and after pregnancy. Oh. My husband and I have just started thinking about having children, and I practice what you preach and think it's very important to milk the poison whenever necessary Mm -hmm. to keep him from turning into a serial killer. (laughs) And my go-to is sucking the poison out. It gets Mm -hmm. the job done. It gets it done fast. Mm -hmm. So my concern is Mm. during pregnancy and after having a baby when everything's messed up and I'm feeling at my worst, am Mm. I still going to want to milk the poison as often as I do? Is everything going to fall apart? Is he going to start shooting up Starbucks? What's going to happen? Am I going to still do it? All right. Thanks, Mommy. Keep it high and tight. (laughs) (laughs) you know that's a great theory that all the world's mass shooters and serial killers just needed to get that poison milked out of them right could you imagine we could have saved the world trade center if somebody had just milked those jihadis god damn it man that is why they did all that stuff you know those dudes don't get laid over there that's the problem Men need to get that poison taken out, girl, because if they don't, you're right. They're going to shoot up a Starbucks. They stomp around the house being all grouchy. They don't do the chores you want them to. you got to maintain that poison level. You're right. So here's the deal, man. Look, some women get extra randy when they're preggers. I've heard stories of women wanting to do it morning, noon, and night when they're pregnant. You might be lucky. You might be one of those who just wants to F a lot. You know, uh, late in your pregnancy, whenever. Um, I Again, I know, I mean, shit, we had Nakia on here and she made two sets of twins <laughs> seven months apart. So there's a lot of women that just are randy. They're ready to rock after having babies. So you may not necessarily fall into the category of those who are uninspired to make sweet love, make sweet marital loves. Um, now. If you do happen to fall into the category of those who do not want to make sweet marital love while pregnant, a lot of us don't like being touched. Um, look, man, there is something Dan Savage calls the loving assist. Uh, I highly recommend him. He has a Savage Love podcast. He's a gay man, and he, but he talks about everything, all things sexuality and gender and everything. He's, fant- he's a great resource. Um, but the loving assist and especially when you're not in the mood maybe you're even physically unable to perform sexually the loving assist can be in the form of a hand job of just being present for whatever it is they want to do if you catch my drift maybe he's gonna pull his pud and you whatever do whatever he needs to get that going but that's uh dan savages (laughs) i can't take credit for the loving assist but that is what dan savage said and i think that that's Uh, great advice um yeah and there you go so you don't necessarily have to do mouth kisses and in fact it could be something that you guys make exciting and new in your marriage that you find workarounds you know if you can't give bjs let's find something exciting to do that can remedy of your your poison situation i hear you girl it is deadly out there (laughs) all those angry bears running around (laughs) shooting up starbucks oh man you gotta milk those bears 
Yeah. Gotta milk them. Is it true? Do you guys feel that at your young age? Do you guys have the rage inside of you when you're in your 20s and 30s? Or is that just an older guy thing? Um, I mean, there's. De- I feel like there's definitely a moment where you're like, oh, I got to I gotta get this out. Yeah. You know? Because you feel your, do you feel yourself getting irritable? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And how, how many days can you go? Days? <laughs> what is it? Hours? What? Yeah. I mean, I mean, like, you know, it's one of those like uh, a day or two, you know, I feel like two days is kind of pushing it. Wow. So you're a daily milker. <laughs> yeah, dog. Yeah. <laughs> Vital, vibrant Nadav. You got to keep Ooh. the pipes clean. Whoa. Vital vitality. What about you, Chris? Let's hear it. What are you? What are we working with? I, hold on. Let me guess. May I? May I put a guess? I'm gonna guess. Now, Chris is a little more. I like him because he's hygienic. <laughs> he has good self care. He cooks full meals for himself. Which, hey, kudos to your mommy because she taught you or must have modeled good behavior, self care. Not model that at all. <laughs> no, she didn't cook for you. She cooked occasionally, yeah, but it was not nearly to the extent that I cook now. She actually gets put in, she's impressed by the amount of cooking I do. Yeah. Because she's like, I don't know where you got that from. (laughs) But you're, how old are you? I'm 28. You're 28, and I see you bring in these home-cooked meals that you heat up, and very exotic ones. You're you're a fan of non-bread. You've made your own non-bread, which I have yet to meet another 28-year-old boy that has made his own non-bread in in America, of course, you know, India. <laughs> but I mean, I am just so impressed with your level of self-care. You're always very clean and okay, so but hold on. Now, do you have a lady in your life? I do not. Okay. Okay. You're a healthy lad. I don't know, you don't seem pent up. I might go for a two a day or two a day. Be honest. Morning. Are you a morning? I see you as being like a rise and shine, uh, rise and shine. And then that's what you do like a, in the shower, but in the shower because you're hygienic. Go ahead. No, it's usually in the evening at night. Oh, <laughs> as the wind down. It's your wind down. Yeah, usually. And then good night. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. That makes sense. That's a, that's a pretty common thing. My husband, I think, is a fan of the wind down on the road. Nadav, I don't want to know what your uh, habits are. I'm terrified. Now, Josh, what about you? Intern Josh, what are your milking needs at 20 years old? What are the milk needs? You're every every hour, I imagine. No. Pretty much the same for me. Like Daily milks? Um, daily at night for the wind down. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. puts, you, puts, puts you out to bed. Um... Yeah, that's about right. So, uh, Nadav, you're the eldest, yeah. the elder in there. You're, what, 31? Uh, yeah, just turned 31. So you're looking at, you're still at a one-a-day milk. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So that's interesting, ladies, listening. If you've got a husband who's in that age range, you're looking at optimal milking is once a day. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. I hope that goes away, you know? It's, and I think it slows down for you because I don't think Tom is still a one a dayer. I think he can go a couple to, especially when you have kids, you're just really not as zoned. That's another thing that happens. It's normal that the man actually doesn't really want to bang as much. Thank God. Um, it does slow down in men in their forties. So there you go, ladies. But right in, I'd like to hear um, the uh, <laughs> all you gender trader males listening. Let me know. What are your milking needs? What would you like to have your wife do? Um, not, not, no, let me rephrase that. 
How often would you like to be milked by your wife? Be realistic. Tell me what the ideal number is and then tell me what a realistic number would look like to you. Go ahead and um, email or, or leave a voicemail. What are What's the info for that? Do you meet... Yeah, the uh, yeah. go ahead and give us a call at 213-375-5184 or shoot us an email at uh, where my mom's at at gmail.com. You said shoot it. Please come. <laughs> That's so immature. You guys are so immature. Oh, my God. <laughs> There's no other mom show like this. I guarantee it. I fucking guarantee it. What other mom show? Not like a regular mom. I'm a cool mom. You know what I'm saying? Like, who keeps it real? I'm taking care of you ladies listening. You got to maintain your husbands, man. Fuck. <sighs> All right. So Josh is once a day. Chris, to recap, once a day at night. Night bangs. And then, okay, I'm just going to ask Nadav. I'm assuming Nadav, you're a nighttime wanker, right? Uh, I mean, it happens at that time. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm a busy guy. I'm you're a busy, busy guy. guy. Got a lot of hours in the day. Not enough of them. So, yeah. you know, whenever there's a moment is, you know, it's like, oh, I guess the window is now, you know, then. Yeah. 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 It makes perfect sense. And also, I mean, look, Tom and I have a very open porno um, uh, porno uh, policy. I know some couples do not. I know some women are really they don't like it or they feel threatened or they um, just don't approve. But I, you know, it's it, and also, hey, look, there are some dudes out there that exclusively just use porn to masturbate and or, or just use porn and that can fuck up their sexuality. I'm not saying that. But um, I never, like, penalized him for watching porno. It's kind of a good way to stay faithful, in my opinion. But whatever. Like I said, you, you, so if you don't want to put out, you may want to be like, well, you, you just watch a movie. You can watch an adult film. <laughs> Give him permission to watch an adult feature. <laughs> okay. Um, let's move along. Did I mention that I cook on Sundays now and I put it in Tupperware and then that lasts for three days? That's another mom tip. <laughs> Speaking of uh, transitions. Okay. Uh, mom fails. Let's do these. These are so much fun. Now it's time for a round of mom, mom fails. fails. Let's go. Let's go. Mom fails. Hey, mommies. Uh, this is Carrie from Florida. I'm calling with a double mom fail. It's a fail on my part and a fail on my mom's part. So we decided that the hospital photos were too fucking expensive. We were like, we got yeah. this. We're going to do it on our own. However, my mom wanted to do it literally the day I came home from the hospital, and I was too tired. So I took a nap while she took these photos. And when I woke up, she was walking out the door. I grabbed the baby. There is glitter all over my newborn baby, everywhere, on her head, on her arms, <laughs> on her push, you know, everywhere, just glitter everywhere and still literally five months later i am finding glitter we have tried every <laughs> trick on google we have asked the doctor we've talked to everyone we can and literally yesterday she turned her head and i still saw a piece of glitter <laughs> on her head so uh there's our mom phil uh ne never leave your mom who has too much gene with your baby because she will do too much and get glitter all over her <laughs> all right love you mommy that's so funny Glitter is just a bad policy <clears throat> altogether. I keep that shit out of my houses. I love glitter. But yeah, once it's once it's unleashed in your carpet, in your home, in your life, on your skin, she must have used that really fine glitter, like that hoe glitter that strippers use. That shit sticks. I mean, you perverts go to the strip club. Do you have any glitter removal tips? Not Chris, the other ones. Go ahead. <laughs> Nerds, go ahead. No? Um... 
Baby I oil? I would think baby oil. I mean, I haven't gone to too many. I don't remember glitter being an issue for me. Because mm, they have their, it's all over them, and then they rub their titties well, on I mean, you. Well, I mean, if I've ever gone, like, I didn't have a girlfriend at the time, so there wasn't anyone to, like, oh, my God, I need to get this glitter off me so that, you know, X, Y, Z doesn't see. If you have glitter on you, yeah, I got glitter on you. I don't Look give a shit. You're yeah. such a pig, Nadab. You're such a degenerate. The more I learn about you, I'm like, Nadab's just a fucking animal. This guy's a savage. But we've known, I've known you since you were just a little baby, 20-something year old. Yeah. I, I mean, know. I've been with you guys for about f almost four years now. That's insanity. How the time? You were just a little puppy when you came around your mom's house. A little blue band. Your nest was so young. Okay, let's do some more and we'll get out of here. I gotta, I'm got i going to take my baby to the mall. Big excitement today. Hey, Christina. Love the podcast. Just uh, found out about it about a week ago. So I am a 27-year-old mother of three. My yeah. youngest one is two. Uh, so anyways, my mom's fail is normally for me, I have to keep my eyes on my two-year-old, or at least I have to be able to hear her. Anyways, obviously we have our necessities, and I needed to go to the bathroom. I left the door open because I needed to know what my two-year-old was doing. Anyways, she walks in, and she says, Mommy, it smells like ass. <laughs> yeah. Not my greatest mom moment yet. Oh. Anyways, um, big time, even though it's going to be, all right, thanks. It does smell like ass. That's good. You got to take a dump in front of your, I always do. I know. I'm sure I'm going to traumatize them, but whatevs. All right. Let's do our last mom fail of the episode. Hey guys, my name's Amber. I'm a new mom with a three month old. This is actually not a mom fail that I have done, but it's what my sister did. My niece is about one years old, um, and she went into the kitchen. She was taking a bath. I walked in the bathroom, and she had a razor and was shaving her tongue. Um, luckily, I was able to get the razor away, but what? if I had it, who knows what would have happened. Bad mom fail. I love you guys. Thank you. Whoa. Oh, that's so scary. That's a terrible one. I was taking a dump, yeah, and Juju walked in with a manicuring knife, like a manicuring tool, and I was like, oh, shit. He didn't put it in his mouth, thank God, but whew, that one made my butthole tingle. Did that make your butthole tingle listening to a, yeah. a razor on your yeah, that's tongue? Yeah, So disgusting. Um, if you have any mom fails, mom hacks, or anything you would like to share or ask, or if you want to let me know how often you need to begock and you're a man listening, go ahead and email me where my mom's at at gmail.com. Leave me a phone number. There's a uh, there's a website where my mom's at dot com, I believe, that has everything on there. Yep. Where my mom's at? Yeah. All right. Thank you. Uh, subscribe to me on YouTube and on iTunes, por favor, if you haven't already. Thanks for listening. Thank you for downloading. And uh, I love you. Until then. Keep being a cool mom, not a regular mom. That's what's up. Where my mom's, where my mom's, where my mom's at. Where my mom's wearing thongs, hitting bongs at. Raising kids, cleaning shits, need a long nap. Where my mom's, where my mom's, where my mom's at.